listening to Earth Oddity, a weekly odyssey into all the oddity planet Earth has to offer. And now, serving it up, are Christopher Tiny Sullivan and John Wong. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of Earth Oddity Podcast. I am Tiny. Sitting across from me taking snapshots on his phone is John Long. It's me. I'm sending you this app. <laughs> Sweet. Yes, the ones that you need. And let me apologize to everyone that we didn't have a show last week. The fault lies mainly on me. Uh, nah, it's my fault. Well, we couldn't get together Sunday, and then Tuesday I was working that's Tara, the union's fault. <laughs> Tara had a, had surgery. Yeah, and uh, do you, she, do you know what an emblazion is? An ablation? Emblazion, Yeah, yeah, I know what it is. Okay, well, maybe you can explain it to me. I'm not entirely sure. Okay, if I'm understanding this correctly, it's kind of like that scene in Alien Two when Ripley goes in there to the Alien Queen and mm-hmm. just turns a flamethrower on all her eggs. Okay, it's like that in her uterus, <laughs> right? Yeah, I've. I, I don't know that they use a flamethrower. <laughs> <laughs> but pretty much exactly like that. But yeah, they will. Uh, Deidre's have one. Though. Okay, I didn't know that. She may have had two before. Two? You could uh, have more than one. If you think Deidre ain't going to go and get <laughs> some medical procedures done, you're wrong. That, she believes in modern medicine. <laughs> Loved by doctors, hated by insurance yes. companies. <laughs> she makes up for me never using our insurance. But, uh, yeah, so she's had one done, and it works something like that, at okay. least if I remember correctly. All yeah. right. Well, I'm glad that uh, Tara is back up and running. Yes. And and I asked her last week if maybe she would sit in for you because we weren't oh, able yeah. to get together, but she would do it. said she had surgery. So I'm telling you, I feel a, like the what next. What a whiner. <laughs> I keep talking to a mic because yeah, of this I mean, like, flamethrower procedure I've had on my uterus. Yeah, they worked on your uterus, not your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> but all that's in the past. We're here this week, sure. and I can feel it already. We've been just well, there's been such a lack of cutting up and odd news in our lives that we're ready to go. That's right. First off, I wanted to give a shout out to two people. One is Cash Money Oddity Millionaire. Saw him today at the Long Reunion with all of our fellow Longs that he married into. <laughs> right. As and of course he's a famous lister. <laughs> and then uh my old friend Carla Renfro, I ran into her this week and she said she listened to the podcast. Okay. Which embarrassed me. You know. <laughs> I guess super embarrassing. Is she any kin to Ashley? Uh distant. I, just, I went to school with an Ashley yeah. Renfro. So. Uh, Ashley lived down the street from me. Her okay. older sister, Christy, was like a year younger than me hmm. and dated my best friend for a long time. All right. Yeah, till they broke up. And uh yeah, I was going to say some mean stuff, but I'm not going to. <laughs> but yeah, so shout out to Carla and Steven, because they're both great people for listening to the podcast. Mm-hmm. And Carla's parents acted like they listened too, and that really embarrassed me. <laughs> well, so Bob and Karen, if y'all are listening, I am sorry. Well, it's been my experience that a lot of people will say they listen, but what they really mean is they turned one on and listened for about sure. 10 minutes. They're aware we so have you're one. you're probably okay. I hope so. But if they get into it, man, it's bad. <laughs> but yeah, so sorry to all the listeners that we didn't have a podcast, but we have a life too. You know, like we're... <laughs> We have full-time jobs and full-time families. Sometimes we might not be able to get one. You just got to work with us, okay? So we're back. 
we're here. And I got some pretty cool stories. Well, what you got? All right. I'm going to talk about uh, night. Oh, I'm not going to talk about that one in this show. I'm going to talk about <laughs> uh, a lady getting arrested in Las Vegas, a mom and son getting arrested. And I got a Hillary Clinton story. Okay. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead and talk about yours. Well, I don't, no, you go ahead and, yeah. Do we need to address the queen dying? We're going to address okay. that. Okay. All right. I couldn't remember if you had anything that We're going was... to tangentially mention it okay. in my story. The queen's dead. <laughs> yes. Tiny's super happy because he's of Irish descent. <laughs> he's been celebrating. He was in here drinking Guinness beer and uh, and celebrating the queen dying. And saying, oi, 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 oi. <laughs> yeah. Um, I've got a story about a Chinese man who rode a hydrogen balloon. I've got a story about the queen and okay. King Charles and Canadian currency. Okay, that's right. I forgot. <laughs> but also, I don't think either one of us has mentioned that today is September 11th. It is. It's never 9/11. forget. Yeah. Yes. Hashtag never forget. And in that vein of remembering, there is a Virginia restaurant that received some backlash for in what some people felt insensitive 9-11 menu. Okay. Uh, they have since issued an apology, but a manager at a Stafford County, Virginia country club apologized on Facebook Tuesday. That's where you do your apologizing. Sure. Officially, yeah. <laughs> After backlash on a 9-11 special menu that included, uh, you want to, let me just run some of these by you. Okay. And I don't want to make you hungry. I don't know. Did you have a good lunch? I did. I had a great okay. lunch. I'm not trying to make you hungry, but. This menu includes such culinary delights as the first responder flatbread. Okay. Sound good? Tasty. I don't know that I would have went with flatbread, consider <laughs> like a building collapsed. <laughs> well, okay, maybe the 9-11 oysters are more, more your speed. Okay, sure. Uh, for dessert, some Pentagon pie. Oh, okay. Uh, that was hit by a missile. We all know. <laughs> Which, or how about this? Do you like fish? Love fish. You could get the Freedom Flounder. Okay. With a side of Freedom Fries. <laughs> yeah. And then my personal favorite, the Flight 93 Redirect, <laughs> which is a spicy crab dip. No. <laughs> That's the one we shot down, right? <laughs> That's the one we allegedly shot down, yeah. according to some people on Reddit. <laughs> Look, we, that's all we shot that plane down. And a week, I get it. I get it. I understand. We shot that plane down. You we don't think to. that plane wound up in thousands of different pieces from just crashing into a field? <laughs> into just one spot. <laughs> yeah. With debris spread across miles and miles. John, they made a movie about it. They did. They did. And I know, like, they had the guy saying, let's roll, which I was thinking, do you get a side of let's rolls? <laughs> you know? I want some big, fat yeast let's rolls. <laughs> that would go good with that uh, that spicy crab dip. Otherwise known as the Flight 93 Redirect. Yes. <laughs> well, I, but we had all those like people calling from the phones going, yeah. you know, I love you, babe, and all that. Mm-hmm. I think all that's kind of fake. <laughs> I don't know why, but I've always felt that. I mean, it. Uh, I have no idea what happened. I will say that based on how our government has operated in the past, yeah. It wouldn't shock me to find right. out that that plane was shot down. Sure it was. And they cooked up this heroic story, yes. made a movie right. about this group of people who took yeah. it down. Right. Now, I think, I, I don't believe in the jet fuels can't melt steel beams. Like, mm-hmm. I think those planes hit the towers and caused the towers to fall. 
And they probably don't have to melt all the way through a steel beam just to make it. Yeah. You know, not walk. structurally yeah, sound. Exactly. I yeah, agree. Yeah. I'm sure there's somebody out there who has watched multiple <laughs> YouTube videos about this. They're like, they're wrong. There's no way it could have happened. I don't know about that. But we 100% shot down Flight 93. And we should have. Like, it was out on its own. It wouldn't land. And it was making a beeline for the White House or whatever. Shoot it out. That's what you got to do. What do you think about the tree? Which, I mean, we may, maybe we're too early in the show to get on 9-11 conspiracy theories. Just, we popped the court early. <laughs> But uh, what do you think about the $3 trillion in defense spending that, that was unaccounted for? Yeah. And then the plane hit the records room. And that was a missile, too. <laughs> that was a missile, too. Yeah, that was a missile. Yeah, that seems a little fishy. Yeah. You know, just a little bit. A little bit. It's okay to ask questions. Because mm-hmm. we don't know. Yeah. But what I wouldn't do was make a 9-11 menu for my restaurant (laughs) ever, ever about that. Well, George White, a manager who's at the the clubhouse at Aquia Harbor, issued an apology on Facebook. He says, quote, my intention was to bring attention to that horrific day 21 years ago, White continued, to honor those who lost so much as well as those who gave everything that day. We will have a new theme tomorrow. Yeah. What better way to bring sure. attention to those who lost their lives than to name a spicy crab dip after the plane that went down? I got another suggestion for his menu would be uh, Bush did 9-11 baked beans. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or I'm, I'm trying to think of, uh, well, no, that wouldn't work. <laughs> I was trying to think of some. I was trying to work some kind of like, you're pulling my leg drumsticks or something i don't know that's not that's not very good i'm not good at this (laughs) you're so much better oh man if i was going to name a dish after a tragedy sure what would i call it osama bin lamrack (laughs) nagasaki (laughs) nuclear nachos uh well i mean yeah that would (laughs) This is spicy. The tagline underneath it would be like, these nachos are the bomb. (laughs) (laughs) You're like, uh, you can get it atomic or nuclear, you know, like uh, for your spicy levels. I feel like that would work. Or what if for if what if you're like portion size, you get a little boy or fat man. (laughs) (laughs) That works. That works. Maybe we need to get to hired on at this country club. We do. You know, I think so. Whoa! <laughs> I about knocked my mic off the table. <laughs> it's gonna be a great show. We're we're like five minutes into it. We're talking about some very dangerous stuff. Oh, <laughs> uh, well, anyway, he's sad. Um, there's a, and then for uh, for a DC gym, Vita Fitness, they recently took some heat after it decided to honor Juneteenth. Was a with a special cocktail, including a watermelon Henry lemonade, which it too was deemed inappropriate and insensitive by director of operations Aaron Moore at the time. All right, look, I get, I get that, <laughs> I hundred percent get that. I think it's wrong. I don't like watermelon at all, but I know every white person I know, other than me, loves watermelon. Right, yeah, right. I like I mean, at least in the south. Yeah, yeah. right. Well, how about everybody likes fried chicken? Yeah, anybody that's normal loves fried chicken. My kids are incredibly picky 
they they're they will they will eat the smallest list of foods. Yeah. Chicken's one of those. Sure. A fried chicken is the best fried is the best version of chicken. <laughs> yes. You know? Uh, yeah, I, I'm just saying watermelon appeals more and fried chicken, because that's the other one I always throw, mm-hmm. you know, that that people will do in an effort to make fun of like our African American brothers and sisters. But white folks, at least in the South, love both of those things too. Yeah. I don't know if they like that, you know, like in Portland, Oregon, are they mm-hmm. eating is your average white person eating watermelon and fried chicken like we do down here? I don't, I don't know. know. But down here, everybody does it. And also, it's not racist at all. <laughs> and I feel like you can make so much more fun of us for like eating mayonnaise. Sure. Yes. <laughs> we get a ton of uh, we don't know how to season food and all that stuff. But the other side of that is... like Your food is bland. <laughs> well, or like rednecks around here will carry hot sauce on their belt loop, you know, like yeah. they'll have a holster for a hot sauce. <laughs> so like, it's just a stereotype that's funny. Not that I'm saying watermelon and fried chicken's funny or anything like that. I'm saying people get, sometimes people do stupid stuff. It doesn't really apply across mm-hmm. the board. Right. Is, is the point I'm trying to get at. Cause I like watermelon flavored gum. Mm-hmm. You just don't like watermelon. I just don't like watermelon, but I love watermelon. Yeah. I know my mom does too. She ate a big <laughs> bowl of it before I came at the long reunion. I tell you what, the one thing I don't like about watermelon is the seeds and yeah. the care you have to go to to fix it. Yeah. If I had someone to just fix it for me, I would eat it all the time. It gets a little messy, I think, Well, from what I see. I'll try it periodically every couple of years just to see if my taste buds have changed. And I just mm-hmm. don't, it's, it's like a weird texture type thing to me. I'm not big on cantaloupe or honeydew melon. I would rather eat cantaloupe than okay. any other melon. But there's only one melons I like. And those, <laughs> and only one set of melons I like. And those belong to Deidre. <laughs> All right. I about walked us into some waters we couldn't get out of there. That's my bad. I didn't mean to do that. You going to bring us back from the brink? No. <laughs> A woman says Las Vegas Metropolitan Police arrested her for being too good looking. Okay. <laughs> now, stop in the name of the law. The date on this is September 7th, 2022. And we may, we may need to get with was it Goose that was listening to everything? Yeah. yeah. Cuz I feel like we've done this story before too. And mm-hmm. the internet is just feeding us the same stories all o- over and over again. A woman was detained for leaving a restaurant tab unpaid at the airport. Hen Hind that's H-E-N-D, Hind, Bus Tommy, who is 28, says that Sounds they lo- hot. Well, <laughs> all right, 28, there's like a, there's a 50-50 chance that you're either hot <laughs> or you, you're you trying to hang on to being hot. <laughs> okay. You know, that's just the way it works. I don't know. About 25 starts falling off for a lot of people, myself included. Mm-hmm. 28, there's a few 28 years old out there that looks good. Yeah, but a name with Hind, but Tommy. Or Bus Tommy, whatever yeah, bus you say. Tommy. Yes. B U S T A M I. How could you resist Bus Tommy? <laughs> well, she said the Las Vegas police had harassed her because she was too good looking. Uh, she walked out of a Chili's Tex Mex restaurant at Harry Reid International Airport without paying her bills. That's where all the hot chicks hang out. The Chili's. <laughs> Chili's. You got to get them baby back ribs. The airport Chili's. <laughs> I've had an airport chilies. It's pretty good. <laughs> it's great. Yeah, yeah. 
Chili's, especially the women there. <laughs> At one time in my life, when the Chili's was still open here in town, yeah. we would go there all the time and drink pitchers of beer out of Chili's. <laughs> this is like right on the road. This is before you was a deacon. <laughs> yeah, this is before I was a deacon. This is when I was in college. Yeah, and we'd go hang out at Chili's. <laughs> like a bunch of college dudes. That's where business happens. Sure, that's right. <laughs> Modern Businessman Magazine. <laughs> <laughs> That's one of my favorite scenes from The Office is when they go to Chili's. <laughs> well, she walked out of her Chili's, and the self-described hospitality worker was discovered napping near a security checkpoint by the Metro Police. Eventually, uh, she was apprehended at the baggage claim. The arrest re- record noted that she appeared intoxicated and was belligerent with authorities. According to police... Bustami stated that she was the target of harassment because, quote, cops had never seen anybody as pretty as her. Now, here's just a a picture. Where did this happen at? At the Las Vegas airport. Hmm. Now, I've got a feeling there's a lot of good looking people in Las Vegas. I will say this. She's not ugly. No. But there's nothing about that face that makes me think I have to arrest this lady and read her her rights right now. Yeah, I agree. Now, we're only seeing from the neck up. She may have, I mean. <laughs> Other assets. There's a term some men would use. I would never use this term. I think it's degrading. It's called a butterface, which means <laughs> everything looks good on her butterface. All right. I would never. It's wrong. I don't allow my sons to do that. It's wrong. People shouldn't do that. It's mean is what it is, Tony. Right. It's mean. But I've heard it's that un-Christ-like. term. It's unchristlike. Absolutely it is. <laughs> I've heard that term thrown around, and I know exactly what they mean when they say it. Right. Okay? She might be one of them. I don't know. <laughs> uh, according to the police report, while being detained, she allegedly threatened to spit on all the cops. Well, now she's trying to turn me on. <laughs> and those cops were like, yes, please. <laughs> and claimed the officers were perverts. That may be true. And were trying to rape her since they had never seen anybody this good looking. She's a 2017 UNLV graduate, Go Running Rebels, uh, and she was arrested on suspicion of misbehavior. That seems like a very vague charge. <laughs> I mean, they might as well put her charges were being a bad girl. That's right. <laughs> She's being held at the Clark County Detention Facility on a $1,000 bond. Her body, male body. She sounds like an excellent candidate. Look, we get enough Patreon members to fund our bail bonding <laughs> enterprise. That'd be pretty good. How much do you need? I feel like we got enough. We could start. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. We could probably we could probably get one of them out. I guess. Right. <laughs> we could probably get easy now. We need to act poorer <laughs> than we are, Tiny. We could start with her. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm like, we need some full body pictures. <laughs> Yes. For our records. What if we went to bail her out and she like comes to the little window or whatever and then we're like, hey, you know, uh, you're not the best looking woman I ever seen. We're not going to be able to do this for you. Just crush your confidence. You you did not accurately represent yourself in the article we read. Well, who's the most beautiful woman in the world? Uh, Tara. Okay. Yeah. That's a smart answer, Tiny. Very smart. I was going to say Kelly Kapowski. <laughs> she's no Kelly Kapowski. All right. She's not. No. The most beautiful woman that'll sleep with me, that's my wife. <laughs> <laughs> well, John, as you had mentioned before, the queen passed away. That's right. 70 years. 
She was in power. Wow. That's crazy. We saw a huge decline in the British Empire. (laughs) Which, uh, yes, yes, she did. (laughs) Really? She got a lot of credit. (laughs) She lost a lot of land during that time. I was about to say, we we say she was in power, but I I was under the impression that monarchs were... I thought they were mascots, right? Nowadays, I thought. Yeah, that's kind of what I thought, too. I don't know how it all works, because... 1776, you know. I was about to say, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I quit caring about that in fourth grade history class. Exactly. <laughs> but uh, Canada, they say that uh, they currently have no plans to replace the queen with King Charles III on its money. Oh, wow. Now, I have never used Canadian money, so I didn't know the queen was on there. I did, yeah. But, I, I mean, I guess it's good to hear that uh, they're not going to go print up a whole bunch of new bills. Well, I don't know. Like, well, can he not just go snap his fingers, uh, get on it? I want my picture on the dollar bill. I don't know. He's the king, right? Yeah, he's the king now. Yeah. He might be like, look, we'll, we'll take Canada so back. Like, how old is he? What if he starts expanding the empire again? <laughs> Isn't he in his 70s? Yeah. I saw a meme said the 70-year-old man finally gets a job. <laughs> <laughs> Been living in his mother's house this whole time. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Canada, a former British company, has a new head of state, but the face of Queen Elizabeth II will continue to appear on its currency. Elizabeth's image is featured on the backs of coins and on plastic-based $20 banknotes that were first introduced in 2011. These bills will remain in circulation, and the central bank said that it's up to Prime Minister Justin Trudeau's government to decide if the new notes will feature the image of her successor, which is King Charles III. How long do you think we, he's going to be in power before he kicks the I, I don't know. I've heard a rumor, and this is unconfirmed, that Queen Elizabeth at some point passed a decree that was like, look, everybody after me can't rule beyond 80 or something. Oh, you know? really? But I don't know if that's true or not. <laughs> after me. Yeah. Right. I think she's already beyond 80. I'm grandfathered. Yeah. I'm not going to step down. But right. I don't want my son to be here when he's 90 or whatever. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's true, though. It says that uh, the current polymer $20 banknote is in, I say dollar, but it's whatever yeah. their currency a is. Loon? Is that I what it is? A loon? I have no idea. I think. It is intended to circulate for years to come. There is no legislative requirement to change the design within any prescribed period when the monarch changes. Paul Batterstures, spokesman for the Bank of Canada, said by email on Thursday... <laughs> As always, the Minister of Finance is responsible for approving the form and material of any new banknote, including the portrait subject. The Queen died peacefully at age 96 at her estate in, is that Balmoral, Scotland? Yeah, I think so. Earlier Thursday, Canadian Finance Minister Christia Freeland's office didn't have an immediate comment on the design of future currency. I, I feel like it's just smart to yeah. put dead politicians yeah. or monarchs or whatever or historical figures yeah. don't put someone alive on there because well, then if they die there's all this talk about what we're going to do now yeah we're going to do now i should say you've set a precedent if you change to charles now if you're just like look we're just leaving elizabeth mm-hmm. and we don't want to go through the hassle of doing this and if charles. you don't like it well then you don't like queen elizabeth yeah like what do you, you got something against the queen yeah and you're probably against feminism too <laughs> Well, but if I was Charles, I'd be like, I'd like kind of like to have my picture on the <laughs> chop, chop. Yeah, let's get that done. I don't know how much longer I'm going to be in office, guys. Sure. So get on this. <laughs> but I would love if he would like make a huge speech. It's like, we're we're re-expanding the British Empire. You know, <laughs> Canada, we're coming back over. That's ours. India, going to be back in there too. New Guinea, Australia, all of it. What about America? Well, I mean, they'll 
they can mess around and find out if they want to. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> if, they, if they want to, we can let them know again. We're <laughs> much better prepared now than we were for the first one. Yeah, right. Uh, don't tread on us. We asked you not to tread. We <laughs> thought you got that message. <laughs> but y'all kept treading. <laughs> and you got bit. And that's what happens when you tread on us. You get bit. If you don't tread, there won't be any problems. <laughs> that's very true. Yes. Very true. Which, I can say, I read some stuff about the British perspective of us during the Revolutionary War, like written during that time period. Mm-hmm. And everybody in Britain was like, these people are unmanageable. They're insane. You know, like Americans are nuts. Check. Yeah. <laughs> they're going crazy. They're paying like a tenth of what we pay to the crown. And they're way across the sea. They're asking us to provide defenses for them protect their ships from pirates and all that. Mm-hmm. And they're not paying anything for that, and that's not good enough for them. And we're over here like, oh, we got to pay a little bit of a stamp tax? Oh, we're done. You know? <laughs> oh, you're taxing our tea? Oh, we're out of here. You know? <laughs> oh, we can only sell our goods to you? Yeah, we're done. You know? They're just kind of like, Lily's ungrateful, and we've kept it up this whole time. Yeah. You know? Like, that's pretty much Americans. We don't care about the rest of the world. Only us and America our needs. First. <laughs> we're America first. <laughs> and that's what we're doing. And that's just how we are. That's in our DNA. That's when people talk about us being crazy. I'm just like, yeah, we have always been that way. Mm-hmm. Sorry that we're cooler than y'all <laughs> and broke away from a monarch way before the rest of y'all figured out how to do it. I saw, I was reading something. It was said, uh, like July 4th, you know, 4th of July, that's like our Independence Day, but it supposedly it like kicks off a whole list of other countries. Like, was yeah. that the shot heard around the world? Right. Yeah. We were, once we did it, Everybody the rest else. of the world was like, yeah. oh, wait a minute. We we don't have to have monarchs yeah. no more. No, you're saying now we're going to have to fight for it. Yeah. You're just going to have to be willing to shoot a lot of people. Yeah. <laughs> and a lot of your friends are probably going to die. Yeah. But for your generations afterwards, could be free from. Having a monarch boss them around. And you, too, can have a holiday where you shoot off fireworks, sure. eat copious amounts of pork, right, and sing Toby Keith songs. And wear the American, wear your flag <laughs> as fashion apparel. <laughs> and, yeah. And dab on England. Sure. <laughs> I, I got off on a YouTube hole the other night, and it was like a, a lady from Britain who had moved to the South. And it was like a vlog. Mm -hmm. And it was all the things that was like, this is different than it is back home. You know, like she's like, our refrigerators are huge in America. You know, (laughs) it's like, you know, I can put four weeks worth of food in my refrigerator or whatever. But she was talking about how, how we do July 4th. And -hmm. she's like, I've never seen people dress like this. (laughs) I've never seen people act like this. It's just like, and it's wonderful. You know, like, I love it. It's all fun. Everybody's just having a good time. But but her big thing was like, they're all wearing the American flag. Everyone wears the American flag. I'm sure people in Britain are like, yeah, I I bet you they do. (laughs) I'm sorry. First of all, to our British friends, Sorry your queen died. I know that's tough on you. And I hope King Charles does a great job. I know his wife can't be the queen. She's the queen consort. Yeah, because... She's a hoe. (laughs) That's the because. That's the because. I was about to say, because didn't he leave Princess Diana for her? Yeah. 
And okay. then the queen had Princess Diana killed. Now, we all know that's true. <laughs> okay. <laughs> had her assassinated, essentially. One of her other sons has been a naughty boy. <laughs> and Prince Andrew's been a naughty, naughty boy. And nothing will ever happen. Nothing. No. no not if the United States government has anything to do with it. Nothing will ever happen. We'll forget about it. Mm-hmm. That's my promise to the listener. I won't forget about the victims of Jeffrey Epstein. Never. And the client list that we will never lay eyes on. That doesn't make any sense that we can't get that unsealed. It makes perfect sense why we can't get it well, unsealed, I mean, John. I know why they're not letting us. <laughs> but it seems like our law should prevent that from happening. Well, you know how laws are. Around they're here. very malleable. They're yes. for us. Yes. Okay. Not for them. Not yeah. for them. Rules for thee, not for me. Exactly. Yeah, that's how it works. That's how it works. Sure. All right. Well, let's talk about somebody who's ran afoul of wall, a law. Two people. Okay. A mother-son duo infamously arrested while walking naked down an Atlanta highway have been indicted for public indecency and other charges by a Morgan County grand jury. Now, where was this? This is in Atlanta. And where is Atlanta? It's in Georgia. It's in Georgia. That's right. Not in Alabama. I'd like to point out. Yeah. A lot of people <laughs> like to talk about how Atlanta's the jewel of the South. You know, mm-hmm. like it's our one metropolitan city. Nashville's made some strides, but Atlanta's like thanks to the Daily Wire. Sure, <laughs> Atlanta, all the work they've done. Well, Nashville's built on the back of country music, right? Yes, you can thank Ernest Tubb and George Jones and all them for making Nashville what it is. I guess Chet Atkins. Any, anyways, but Atlanta's the one city where people point the South and were like, if I was going to live anywhere in the South, because they act like it's all just ridiculous down here, mm-hmm. it'd be Atlanta. Well, you going it's in the South still. <laughs> You'll get some South stuff happening, like a naked mom and son walking down the highway. Yeah. Which with traffic like it is in Atlanta, I can understand. You just don't want to drive anywhere. Mm-hmm. And it's hot. Sure. So According, you take off your clothes. Yeah. Yes. Just like Nelly said. It's exactly right. <laughs> Nelly from St. Louis would have been cooler if he was from Atlanta. According to court documents, Angela Michelle Hill, who's 57, of Houston, Texas, was indicted on one count entering an automobile, one count making false statement, and one count giving false information to law enforcement officers and public indecency last week by the grand jury. Her son, Tommy. Gerald, no, Tommy Gerard German, 33, also of Houston, was indicted on one count of criminal attempt to commit a felony, one count of making a false statement, one count of giving false information to a law enforcement officer, and another count of public indecency. Records indicate that the mom was released, excuse me, was released from the Morgan County Detention Center after she granted a $10,000 bond with the condition she stay out of Morgan County except for court appearances. I love it when they do that, (laughs) when the law is like, you just got to stay out of here. (laughs) Get on out of town. It's something, it sounds so, I don't know, like medieval almost. Or like Old West. (laughs) Like you've been banished. Yes, right. You're banished from this village. (laughs) German records state has been refused a bond in a jury hearing, uh, at Okmulgee Judicial Circuit, Superior Court Judge Terry Massey denied German a bond in part based on the serious nature of his offenses and that the defendant poses a significant risk of flight from the jurisdiction of the court. 
The duo, the duo's arrest, oh, which happened back in May, uh, ended a brief but intense and strange series of events that culminated with them walking naked, according to the initial story first published by the Morgan County Citizen. Hmm. A nude German had allegedly been banging on the back door of a coming drive residence. <laughs> wow. Demanding okay. entrance. I That's re- a sentence you need to think through carefully. I want to read that again. <laughs> a nude German had allegedly been banging on the back door of a coming drive residence demanding entrance. <laughs> a woman in the residence contacted her husband and son who were in a workshop next to the residence and told them to call 911 and to help. The men, report state, confronted both German and Hill with loaded shotguns. Oh, wow. You're in the South, and you have a shotgun in the shop, <laughs> right? Yeah. Hill was allegedly exiting a vehicle at the coming drive residence. Uh, German had a stick in one hand and a backpack on, but nothing else. Uh, one of the men, Duncan Cumming, to 74, said he told German, do not let a finger touch that backpack. Uh, the couple exited the property with both Duncan and David coming, training the loaded weapons at them. Uh, anyways, article goes on to say they were walking around naked, doing all kind of bad stuff, and finally the cops called up to them and arrested them. So, do you think this was a case where there was maybe some drug use involved? I think so. Okay, a mother-son drug use. I mean, what what stronger bond is there between a mother <laughs> and a son? Well, I feel like this is just another tragic story of a woman who wants to be your kid's friend. Sure. Not your kid's That's parent. right. Well, this happened back in May. It could have been a Mother's Day celebration gone awry. <laughs> you know? Yeah. They would never do anything like this for Father's Day. <laughs> never. <laughs> and thank the Lord for that. <laughs> Maybe I want to walk naked down the street with my kids, too. (laughs) Dad's have it rough. (laughs) Oh, man. Uh, Yeah, that's a bizarre story. And I guess my biggest biggest takeaway, I feel like anytime there's, you know, parents and kids and nakedness and incest, all that gets brought up about Alabama. That's right. And I'm sure that plenty of that goes on. But it seems like every time we come across a print news article about it, yeah, it's from it's, somewhere else. It's from somewhere else. I know. I've I've noticed that too. Now maybe that's just because we keep all that in the closet. Well, yeah, we <laughs> maybe we're better at hiding that stuff. We're on a huge PR run <laughs> trying to <laughs> trying to rehabilitate our image. Yes, but yeah, I, I don't know. It's always Florida, Georgia, Ohio. I think we've Idaho. had some, yeah, Idaho. <laughs> Y'all better get your act together. <laughs> it's it's been a while, but way back, I want to say it's when we were still in double digits. We did, had an episode where there was a woman who her husband passed away, and then she found out from her uncle that it was actually her biological That's dad. Right. Remember yes, that? I do remember that. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, and that didn't happen in Alabama. No, no nothing. Incest doesn't occur in Alabama, to be honest. <laughs> we just let y'all, we like to be the butt of the joke for everybody's entertainment. <laughs> All right, John. Well, this is going to be my last story here. A Chinese man rode a hydrogen balloon to pick pine nuts, but he ended up drifting over 300 kilometers away. Wow. Which is 186 miles. You know, the hardest part of picking pine nuts What's that moving the pine peepees. <laughs> nice. Yep. 
Uh, a man who lost control of his hydrogen balloon while harvesting pine nuts in China has been found and rescued after landing in a forest two days later and more than 300 kilometers away. The man, who had been working alongside a colleague on Sunday in Heilin County, uh, Heilongjiang province, when they lost control of the balloon while his colleague jumped to safety, who missed his chance and drifted away. His name is Who. Who? Yeah. Okay. I was getting confused. <laughs> yes. Uh, he was not found until 9 a.m. local time on Tuesday after tracing his mobile phone signal. A rescue team made up of more than 500 people from the local police and fire department spotted his balloon stuck in a tree. State-run Global Times reported on Wednesday. I almost gave up, Who told Chinese state-run broadcaster CCTV. Who? 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 <laughs> Who's the one? Who who told Chinese state-run broadcaster, thanks to the rescuers, otherwise I wouldn't be alive? Who told an interviewers that he had been cold and hungry during the ordeal? However, he was largely unharmed, suffering what were described as only minor injuries to his waist. Hmm. Wonder what he did to his waist while he was up there in that tree. Well, I don't know. <laughs> the use of hydrogen or helium balloons to harvest pine nuts has become more common in China in recent years, and there are occasionally reports of pickers being swept away, though usually not as far as who. Who? Who. In 2019, two men picking pine cones in China's Changbei Mountains reportedly lost control of their balloon, and they drifted 10 kilometers before landing safely and being arrested for breaking aviation regulations. Oh. In another case in 2017, a nut picker went missing near the North Korea border after his balloon became untethered. Even with out, with out of control balloons, harvesting pine nuts in China can be a dangerous business. Traditionally, pickers wearing spiked shoes climb the trees, which can grow twenty meters, and falls can sometimes be fatal. Wow! So apparently, this is just a new way. Pine nuts are these just pine cones? I don't think so. I okay. think they're an actual nut. I don't know a lot about pine nuts. I think some hummuses have pine or pine oh, nuts with them. Okay. But I don't know a lot about I'm not up on the pine nuts. Well, I I guess apparently uh climbing the trees used to be how they got them. Yeah. Now they've got into using blimps <laughs> well, and dirigibles. But occasionally ever, they float away. You ever seen those things like they'll they'll shake like an almond tree with or whatever? Mm-hmm. And it's like this thing that goes on the front of a tractor or maybe it's a whole one piece of equipment it's got like this big thing that fans around the base of the tree with like tarps to catch everything and it like hooks on the base of the tree and it just shakes it and shakes everything off sounds genius why has china not figured this out i don't know but they hadn't figured out the fork yet either so (laughs) you would have think by now china would have stole that from us yes the fork the fact that they're still using chopsticks that is an inferior eating technology, you know? Yeah. Like, why have we not got on board with a fork yet? It's much easier for everyone. Mm-hmm. I know there are probably some people out there that love chopsticks because any white person that knows how to use chopsticks loves to brag about knowing how to use chopsticks and well, acts like they're cool. Here's the thing. I know exactly how to use chopsticks. Yeah. I'm not half bad at it, but I don't use them because they're not as good. Exactly. <laughs> Really, the only utensil you need when you if you when you want to get down to utensil talk, 
this talking utensils with John and Tiny <laughs> is a spoon. That's the only utensil you need. Spoon, you can do everything you need to with a spoon. Fork is just easier. You know? mm-hmm. Chopsticks are like bottom tier. That's like caveman stuff. You know, that we've never gotten beyond over there. It seems like the least you could do is go stick it in a pencil sharpener and sharpen yeah, one right. end so you could stick Stab something. something. Yeah. That's the least you could do. I'm just puzzled by it. China has been a nation state for, well, I don't know, so much longer than the United States have. Mm-hmm. So much longer than the entire West pretty much has. But, buddy, we figured out the fork problem real early whoever did and we've just sort of like yeah we're gonna go with this hey let me tell you something when the sullivan family are once a year on tara's birthday yeah when we go to the hibachi restaurant i tell you what they don't serve chopsticks with <laughs> when they bring you that little soup oh that's right well you drink soup from the bowl i guess right well no that's how i do it <laughs> i don't know i'm also unrefined in don't know a lot about other cultures, so I'm sure I've just offended a lot of people, and I apologize for that. Well, I'm offended that y'all won't use right. utensils now because they're European, I guess. Well, they're just easy. Our method is better. It's better. Let's all objectively have a, better, and and people will. We do this too, tiny. Reject better technology for a lot of reasons. Mm-hmm. Velcro is a superior technology for keeping your shoes on your feet. Much easier to use, takes no effort. It's easy, cheap. When we still choose to get laces in our shoes, we want. If you see an adult wearing Velcro shoes, everybody's like, "He must have got those when he come off the short bus." Exactly, something's wrong with that dude, (laughs) right? But Velcro makes much more sense to use. So (laughs) I'm no better than a Chinese person using chopsticks. Is what I'm saying, my brother. He used to have a pair of those Velcro shoes, and he'd get made fun of so bad. But they're awesome. I remember one time, I had a buddy over, and he he was walking by or something, and he was like, hey, man, nice shoes. And he was like, oh, thanks. And he was like, I wasn't being for real. (laughs) (laughs) Just ripped his heart out. (laughs) But Velcro is much better for shoes. People, we don't talk about it. All right, Hillary Clinton. Mm Mm-hmm. Still not locked up, by the way. Just want to point that out to everybody. <laughs> Sells a hat on her website that says, but her emails. Those emails being in reference to the ones she destroyed when they were under a congressional sure. order. Well, <laughs> Hillary, Hillary Clinton refuses to go away. You know, <laughs> I have no, just, just go away. We don't, nobody wants you anymore. The Democrats don't want you. Republicans don't want you. Just go away. You lost an election to the most beatable yeah. opponent ever. <laughs> right. And you still lost. <laughs> it's almost as if the news wanted Trump to be the candidate because they knew you would destroy him. It's just a classic case. Be careful what you wish Exactly. <laughs> um, Hillary went on The Tonight Show starring Jimmy Fallon the other day and revealed, oh, she was there to promote her new Apple TV Plus show, Gutsy. Oh, wow. Hmm. Uh, and uh, her and Chelsea were on Jimmy Fallon, and they had the guts to take on the mother-daughter challenge. Uh, while Chelsea wore noise-canceling noise headphones, Fallon asked Hillary if they have any crazy vacation stories. 
for the Clintons, that meant a presidential trip to Russia. But amid all the pageantry, something slipped the president and the first first lady's minds. Uh, we had a lot of crazy times. I'll tell you. I hope she doesn't remember this because it was pretty traumatic. We took her to Russia. Uh, we were on a state visit when Bill was president, Hillary said. You know, there's the formal goodbye. So Bill and I were ushered into the beast, the big limousine, to head to the airport, not knowing that we had left her behind. <laughs> okay. Fortunately for the Clintons, the United States government had better relations with Russia at the time than it does now. <laughs> this was before they yeah. installed their own puppet president. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know that we had great relations when Clinton was in office any better than we do now. Well, considering that he was in office, I would have felt we had pretty good or sure. better relations, right. I should say. Uh, Hillary went on to say, I mean, can you imagine leaving my only child in the Kremlin, especially with everything that happened? Yes. Yes, I can. <laughs> but unfortunately for Hillary, Chelsea does remember. Ask the same question. How about this? Unfortunately for Hillary Clinton, she got out. <laughs> <laughs> Asked the same question, not knowing her mother's answer, Chelsea said, I feel like there's a lot of shock over there. Uh, no shock, Fallon replied. It's fun. No shock. It's fun, Chelsea said before contemplating for a moment. Then it came to her when they left me in the Kremlin. <laughs> so Hillary just left her kid. That happens. My mom left me at the grocery store one time. But not in Russia. No, this is at my dad's <laughs> grocery store. Yeah, yeah. So uh, it happens, not in Russia. Mm -hmm. And as I brought up when I was telling you before the show, the mother of Jesus kind of lost track of him once. <laughs> That's true. So it happens. <laughs> the woman that he himself chose to be his mother. <laughs> right. And then when she went back to get him, he kind of got on to her a little bit. He's like, look, I'm I'm being about my father's business, right? <laughs> yeah. like, I ain't yeah, worried mom. about y'all. <laughs> I heard you say load up and go, but I, I got my father's business to do. You know, the one that sent the angel to talk to you. Yeah. Yeah. I, me, really. I, I, I know I'm I'm 12. <laughs> right. But hey, I've got I've got things to do. I got things to do. Look. <laughs> I know you don't know this. Only gonna have a limited amount of time. Here. <laughs> I need to get some stuff done. I need to get it done quickly. I, do you know where I came from, right? <laughs> I want to be here as little time as possible. Right. <laughs> I'm thinking maybe another twenty years, I'm gone. You know, <laughs> just ballparking it. I'm just just workshopping that right now. By another twenty years, I'm gonna be gone. You yeah, don't have yeah. to worry about me anymore. I'm gonna be gone. Just, just know I'm working, Mom. You be prepared for all those pictures they're going to paint of you. You know, <laughs> they're going to make statues and candles and little things on dashboards. All of you, Mom. And there are going to be some Christian denominations. They're even going to like pray to you. Sure. So yeah. your voicemail is going to be a little right. full. <laughs> no, I have a lot. Of, I have a lot of people praying to you. Which I had a Catholic friend explain that to me. It would be like. uh because I was like, you know, that seems weird mm -hmm. being a, a Baptist. Well, that's because we're Protestant. That. Specifically, right. we're Protestant. But he was like, well, do you ever ask anyone to pray for you? And I'm like, yeah. He's like, well, we just asked Mary. They just ask dead people. Yeah, we yeah. just ask the saints to pray for us. And I'm like, okay. Yeah, I get that. I just think the weird part is is <laughs> those people are dead. Do you know the saint that I <laughs> typically, feel? Typically, 
when I ask someone to pray for me, they're alive. And sure. I ask them specifically. Yeah, right. <laughs> yes. Like, if I feel like if I went to my dad's grave and asked him to pray for me, he's probably not going to hear. I don't know. Do you think they can hear or not? <laughs> I don't. Look, okay, I don't know. I have. But I've always operated under the assumption that, no, they cannot. I have. My assumption has always been that they're just watching everything I do. <laughs> like, like all of my ancestors, and they're like, oh, we're so disappointed in him. I was say, Lord, I hope not. You know they all. I, this is what I was like, man. Look, I, I y'all watch me do a lot of stuff from like thirteen to eighteen that you shouldn't have. You know, I hate I put y'all through that. Sorry. Yeah, I don't know how it works, but that's how it's explained to me. The saint I feel sorry for is Saint Anthony because he's like the patron saint of lost things, and so he gets prayed to. <laughs> All the time for people like, where are my car keys? Yeah. And I can't find my other shoe and all that. And he's just got to be like, man, again. <laughs> you know, I got to do this again. Jesus, Tiny's asking me again. He can't find his car keys. He's going to be late for work. <laughs> what can we I do for like him? I feel like St. Anthony would be like, no, Tiny's cool. He never bugs me about nothing. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> like, what can we do for him today, Jesus? Uh, does do, do we just let him lose his job? Like sooner or later, he's got to <laughs> learn on his own to keep up and be responsible for his stuff. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I just wonder if that would be a funny sketch. I guess that'd be a good. That'd be a yeah. funny bit. The, the Babylon B should do that. Don't take my idea, Babylon B. I know y'all listen to us, and <laughs> that's my idea. I came up with it. Don't steal it. Let me ride it and pay me money to do it. Let's talk about our good friends over at Cajun Curl. We want to thank them for their sponsorship. We're talking about world-famous Cajun Curl Bayou Blend of Spice. We thank them for all of their support. They are the jock strap of Earth Oddity Podcast. They offer us protection and support. <laughs> Absolutely. Exactly. Check them out on their website, CajunCurl.com, where you can order the spice right there on the website. It was created on the Elm Bayou in Evangeline Parish, Louisiana, and it's the seasoning that goes on everything. If you like cooking or eating, this is a spice for you. Cajun Curl Bayou blended spice goes well with chicken, beef, pork, potatoes, and anything else you can think of putting it on. Cajun Curl Bayou Blended Spice on anything will change your life. Uh, on their website, that's CajunCurl.com, you can order the original Bayou Blended Spice. I think Squirrel's got merch too, doesn't he? He did. He yeah. had hats Let's just and say shirts. He does. Go yeah. buy a hat and shirt. He may have a Cajun Curl jockstrap. You never know, <laughs> right? He might. Spice up your life with a Cajun Curl jockstrap. Uh, and you'll also find recipes that are absolutely mind-blowing. You can locate your nearest retailer or order your own. If your local grocer doesn't carry world-famous Cajun Curl Bayou Blended Spice, ask them to start stocking it now. Here locally, it's available at Bowles Fresh Market on Skyland Boulevard, South Finest Meats, Mark's Martin Downtown Northport, and the Piggly Wiggly on Lurling Wallace Boulevard and the Piggly Wiggly down on 69 South in Taylorville. All of their products are made in the USA, so not only do you enjoy the taste of Cajun Curl, but you also feel patriotic while you enjoy your meal. It's all natural, low salt, has a little kick to it, but it doesn't burn your lips. World-famous Cajun Curl Bayou Blended Spice. Taste the spice, but not the heat. 
Check them out at CajunCurl.com and use our promo code EOP10. That's EOP and the number 10 to get a 10% discount. Because we ask that you use the spice, but we don't ask you pay full price. That's right. Amen. All right. What do you say we go to the phones? Okay. We didn't have a show last week. We didn't. So we need to catch up. That's right. We have one message here. <laughs> okay. The, the people are beating our door down. Hey, what's going on, John and Tiny? Phil Zutsu here. Here, Ron the Hide Fight episode. Somebody called and asked John, how would you describe the primary colors to a blind person? I have a friend who's blind. And the way that I would describe them to him is, as you know, people see with their fingers. So, you know, I would tell him, so you see with your fingers, we see with our eyes, we can see things without touching them. And you know how when you touch something, you can feel what it's, how it's shaped? That's what we see, but we see it without touching it. And then, as far as the colors, you know how there's different textures? You can feel like they're soft, there's, you know, fuzzy, hard and smooth, you know? Let's say, well, there's colors that, you know, each one of those textures sometimes are different colors. So, you know, you've got red, green, blue, or red, green, yellow, and that would be like the three main textures that you always feel. No, uh, that's about the best I could do. So that was a really good question. It uh, got me to thinking. I figured I'd share that with y'all. Y'all have a good one. I think that's a pretty good methodology. He also followed that up with a text. He oh, okay. said, uh, he says, to add to my call about primary colors, each object, like it has a different texture, has a different color. Some colors are similar, like some textures are similar. And then I would try to describe colors by brightness since most blind people can detect light to some extent. Yeah. I got to be honest, this is all Greek to me. Yeah. I have no clue. Yeah. I don't know how you can describe the concept of color. Mm -hmm. I think his relational um, point is good because, yes, there are surfaces that feel different like this table feels like wood mm -hmm. that table's wood too but it feels different it's actually laminate but i'm in the right i got you, you know so, yeah it feels different than this one they are similar but not the same but if you have no concept mm -hmm. that color even exists i don't i don't know he kind of lost me when he was describing things that are fuzzy, hard, and smooth. I thought he was talking about me. Because that's pretty much my body. <laughs> there are things that are fuzzy, hard, and smooth, but they come in all colors. All colors. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. I was saying, like, if you don't have any concept of color. There are things that are fuzzy, hard, and smooth that are right. black. There's are things that are hard, fuzzy, and smooth and white. Sure. There are things Usually that smaller. are <laughs> hard, fuzzy, and smooth. In kind of like a tan color. Right. Yeah. Yeah. They're all around. I don't know. But that's much better than I would be able to do with somebody. Right. Yeah. Because I'd be like, look, man, <laughs> things are just different colors. Well, what's a color? Well, a color is the shade of something. Well, what's a shade? Well, a shade is the color of something. <laughs> you yes. know? Like, I don't know how I could do it. If I had volunteered for the blind class that day and they asked me to describe color, yeah. I think I would just be like, sorry, guys, you're probably just never going to know. Sure. Yeah, I was just like, look, guys, 
there's some things you guys miss out on. Yeah. And color is going to be a big one for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, I'm never going to know what it's like to maybe y'all have like a get super feeling or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> like, right. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Like heightened, all their other senses are heightened. Yeah. Like I'm never going to be able to read a piece of paper by just feeling yeah. the ink on top of it like Daredevil could do. <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't know about Daredevil. I would say you could probably pick up Braille, though, right? Yeah, which, I mean, I don't guess you have to be blind. You would just have to learn Yeah, what's Braille. what, right. Yeah. yeah, which I will eventually get. I've got men down pretty good because I'll touch the signs going into the <laughs> restroom a lot, you know? That's... That would freak out Tara so bad. Oh, yeah? <laughs> I told her I was, that, hey, you know, from now on, every time I go to the men's room, I'm going to reach up and feel the, the sign. <laughs> Sooner or later, I may be blind one day. At least I can find the men's room. Right. right. And Yeah. But Deidre also is like, well, that probably got germs all over it. I'm like, well, I'm going to wash my hands. I'm blind people wash their hands. Well, that's what I'm, I'm going to wash my hands and go to the bathroom. Yeah. You know, like I'm not at home. <laughs> I'm in public. <laughs> of course, I'll wash my hands. <laughs> we got a uh, a joke from Portland Pat here. Okay, he says, "What's the difference between Boba Fett and Michael J. Fox?" I don't know. One's a Mandalorian, and the other is a man in a DeLorean. Okay, <laughs> I was thinking it was going to be a Parkinson's <laughs> joke. <laughs> We love you, Portland Pat. That's a good one, though. Yeah. And that will do it for voicemails. Okay. But now we're going to ask some questions. Ah. And now it's time for Ask John Questions About Stuff. We probably only got one of those, too. <laughs> We've got a few. Okay. <laughs> and our last question here was actually one that I answered thinking it was the general. Ah. I, I didn't I didn't look up and see that it was actually the questions. Okay. But that will dovetail nicely into our new segment discussing college football. Okay. So, <laughs> sure. <laughs> we like to ask John questions on this show. If you have any questions for John, you can head on over to our Discord server, link in the show notes. Our first question comes from Stan Wright. What's the one word that is always misspelled correctly in every book? M- misspelled correctly? I'm sorry, misspelled incorrectly. Uh-huh. My fault. What's the one word misspelled incorrectly? Well, incorrectly would be that. nice yeah uh what do you believe will be the downfall of humans well turning away from a relationship with the creator of the entire universe god good answer yeah i mean like ultimately that is it i think that's what it will be tie back to that one i agree i think i think that's what it will be but i hope it's going to be sex robots <laughs> Those are intertwined, you know. I mean, I, just really, that is. That's probably seems like a cop out answer, mm-hmm. but I mean, really, it that is the source of all problems, right? I mean, I hate to break it to everybody, but they kind of figured it out, you know. I guess God kind of figured it out, like, mm-hmm. hey, this is there's a certain way you should live for things to run pretty well, and even Christians don't do it right. You know, we've perverted that and made all kind of mistakes. And so it's not all the godless heathens, too. Right. Know? Yeah, that's going to be the it's, end of us. The problem is people sure. are sinful. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yes. yes. Yeah. <laughs> the humans are their own downfall. Yeah, we will be our own downfall. Yeah. Uh, next question comes from That's Our Babo. What's an annoying habit you remember a teacher having? Annoying habit? Oh, I don't know. I don't really... 
I remember Mr. Fowler, who was our choir teacher, he would holler at us a lot, you know. I remember him making us go, hoo, 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 Yeah, hoo, right, hoo. yeah. He and, would make us do that all day sometimes. Yeah. I'm like, how is he not sick of this? <laughs> I mean, he's listening to us, same as we. Well, he's making y'all better <laughs> singers. Well. But he would holler at us a lot, which always bothered me because, you know, I'm a rebellious person anyway. <laughs> but. I, I realized later on, like he was actually helping us in a way, but at the time that was annoying. Mm-hmm. And as he would get like this red dot in the center of his forehead <laughs> when he would get real mad. Yeah. Yeah. No. Next question. Who is a kid from school that you haven't heard from in ages and you hope is doing well? A kid from school that I haven't heard from in ages that I hope is doing well. Hmm. Most of the people that I went to school with, yeah, that I graduated with, I've kept up with pretty well. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would say the first person, like a classmate of mine, would be Tim Madison. Tim Madison was one of the smartest people in our grade. Refused to join the National Honor Society because he didn't want to hang out with nerds. <laughs> As that was his exact quote. Brilliant, loved heavy metal. I think he went on to work like at Musgrove for the Musgroves for a while after mm-hmm. high school. I don't know where he is, but I'm sure he's doing well because he's like a great dude. I, that's probably the only classmate I don't know that where he's at or or that I care to know. I went to Brookwood Middle School uh-huh. like one year of my primary school education career, yeah. whatever. And there was this kid, I don't even know what his name was. Everyone called him Red because he had red hair. Sure. And he talked with like this really bad lisp and he didn't know how to tie his shoes. And kids picked on him constantly. And I didn't pick on him, but I tell you what, I did not defend him either. Sure. And uh, I just kind of went along with the crowd whenever people would make fun of him. Yeah. And to this day, sometimes I still think about him. I feel so guilty about it. I hope wherever Red is, I hope he's doing good. There's a girl like that. He he deserved better treatment from me than he got. I'll say that. And at the time, I wasn't like a Christian. I like to think that if I come across him in my life these days, it would be different. Right. But man, I, I feel bad about it, you know. Well, that yeah. is, and my treatment of red is why God would be one hundred percent totally justified in throwing me in hell right now yeah. as we speak. Yeah, I got you. Yeah, there's a girl like that that we made cry that I think about a lot. Except when that question was asked, I didn't think about <laughs> her at all. So I don't know what that says about me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So. Let this be a listen to all the people. That, dude, treat people. Love your neighbor. Yeah, just be treat a good people person. Good. Be yeah. better than I am. Be better than me. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you, if you can be better than me, you're doing something. <laughs> I've set the bar real low for y'all. <laughs> yeah. Well, thank you. Yes. <laughs> uh, that one got heavy. Yeah. Next question comes from Phil Zoot Suit. What are your thoughts on the recent federal holiday some union winers helped to found in the late 1800s, I don't want to speak for John, uh-huh. but I think I am safe in telling everyone that he absolutely couldn't stand the fact that I got last Monday off. <laughs> Let me tell you what happened. <laughs> when I text Tiny, and was like, look, Libby's birthday is going on. I will not be able to record. I'm going to have like six girls at my house. Tiny was like, 
that's cool. We can just do it tomorrow. <laughs> and I reply back with, I'm working tomorrow. I'm not in a union. Yep. My thoughts on Labor Day is I don't know why we need a holiday to be off of work. Mm-hmm. You know, like what's the point of this holiday? And also, if you're in retail, that's a big day, you know, to yeah, work. Yeah, you're not off. Yeah, you're not off. <laughs> so I don't get it. Like, yeah. is it a holiday or is it not? If it's a holiday, like 4th of July, that's a legit holiday. Mm-hmm. Everybody's off for it, right? Well, not everybody. I mean, Walmart, they're open on 4th of July. Are they? Target's open. Yeah, a lot of people are still open. Well, I don't patronize people on <laughs> July. I'm celebrating America <laughs> yeah. on that day. I don't leave my house. I leave. That's my land that I'm protecting from the British on the July 4th with mm-hmm. fireworks. So I was about to say, I'm... I, Christmas might be the only day. Sure. Where well, Jesus is pretty important. Only thing that's open is hospitals and fire departments right. and police departments. Yeah. Well, yeah. that's true. But yeah, I, I mean, good for everybody who got that day off. Seems a bit unnecessary for me. <laughs> it seems like the union is just like, oh, well, let's get another day off. Let's make it a holiday. Hey, my dad, who was a union steward, yeah, he always told me my entire life, he was always a huge fan of paid time off. Sure. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. And I could have taken Monday off. Mm-hmm. You know, I have paid time off at my job. But because it's, of a, his it's amazing that happens in, against Labor Day. <laughs> I know the union doesn't want people to know, but in non union work uh, places, paid time off is a thing too. You know, we have that as Thanks well. Thanks to us. Yeah, well, we would have negotiated it on our own. Well, why didn't you? We did. We're not in a union and we have it. We negotiated it on our own. I'm talking about like way back during uh, when unions first come come about. Well, that's when the unions yeah. were useful. Mm-hmm. Right. I'm is, saying, so you're saying my that we whole don't, argument is that they're not useful. They're a holdover. Now. Well, right now, Tiny, the union is limiting the amount of money you can make. You can only make what the union will allow you to make, correct? Uh, are you talking about like me personally? Yeah, yeah, right. I mean, so like if you were the best person in your department, yeah. and you went to your boss and were like, "Hey, boss, you can eliminate two of these people. Give me a raise. I'll do their work." They can't do that because of the union, right? Right. But that, also, that's why I'm anti-union. <laughs> but also, like, uh, they can't just fire you willy nilly either. Like, you have to. There's a contract, and you have to abide by the contract. Sure. I can't. Make my boss mad because I said his, his Velcro shoes are stupid. Right. You got Velcro shoes? Why don't you learn to tie laces like all the rest of us? Sure. And they're like, that tiny's going to be trouble. Right. We're going to get get rid of him. No, we forget. There's also, I mean, I know <laughs> it's an at, like Alabama's an at will state. Everybody likes to use that. That doesn't uh-huh. mean we can just fire anybody for any reason. There are federal labor laws that prevent a lot of terminations. Yeah, but all those labor laws, I'm just saying they came about out of the movement, sure. out of the union yeah, movement I got way all back that. when. Yeah, yeah, I got all that. I'm okay. saying it, it ain't, we're just firing people willy nilly over at my job either. Right. Because we don't like the way mm-hmm. you, you know, it's all performance based, of course. Yeah, the only place where that still went on was like in Trump's cabinet. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> he had a revolving door in that bad boy. I was, Sorry, I didn't mean to make you uncomfortable talking. No, to you, you did. You Labor did. Day's fine. I'm glad everybody enjoyed it. I worked because <laughs> that's what we long to do as we work. Yeah, and I'm glad you worked on Labor Day because yes. that's what you get. <laughs> you know what? I, I I made money. I made money for myself. 
right. and for my company <laughs> yeah. on Labor Day. That's all I want to do. Uh, our next question comes from the driver. How old were you when you when you had your first official check yes or no girlfriend? Oh, I was probably in like kindergarten. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. But like first, what I would consider real girlfriend, mm-hmm. you know, we're like we're holding hands and kissing on the mouth and stuff with tongue was seventh grade. Nice. Yeah. yeah. That's Misty Cook. Shout out to Misty <laughs> Cook. Our next question comes from Nicole. Who do you think will take the place of Queen Elizabeth in the Illuminati? Oh. Prince Andrew apparently is already part of the elite cabal of child predators slash cannibals, but he seems to be a bit of a loose cannon. Yeah. Yeah. I would say he would be the logical one, but it's whichever one that left the royal family, right? Whichever one was that that's oh, married that to the dealer to- nor deal, dealer no deal girl. <laughs> was that what she was? Yeah. Meghan Markle? Yeah. She was, on deal- she was one of the briefcase girls. Oh, I didn't know that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That you know what that meme makes so much sense now. I saw a meme that had a, had a girl opened up one of those cases and it said her inheritance from the queen and it was five dollars. <laughs> I bet that was her. <laughs> I bet it was too. But yeah, whichever one she's married to. Okay, didn't she do like a bunch of like Lifetime movies or something? Uh, she's done a lot of stuff in okay. her time. Yeah, huh? She's hot. She's. Hot as a two dollar pistol. She looks good. <laughs> yeah, I would. I would reject the monarchy. Also, <laughs> well, I say. I mean, based on looks alone, I don't know about other performance areas. I'd probably be like, "Look, I'm out too. I, I got this hot woman. <laughs> yeah. She's doing some stuff I didn't even know could be done, and she's also really good at cooking. So I don't really need all of this. Even if I do have to move to." Socialist Canada yeah. and live under the oppressive regime of Justin Trudeau. <laughs> the despotic it. regime. <laughs> now, didn't Queen Elizabeth's brother like step down? Like he got a, I almost said something very inappropriate. He found a woman that he loved more than he wanted to be king, right? I, okay. Now, this comes from an episode of Pawn Stars. Oh, okay. Where someone brought in a book. I love this research. <laughs> that's, that's, that's my research. Someone come in with a book yes. that was authored by him and her about leaving the monarchy. Okay. And I'm guessing that's what that was about. He yeah. was he was supposed to be the king, right? Supposed to be, yeah. Imagine how cocky his wife was. <laughs> it's like, I'm so good. He left. I'm sure the old dealer door deal girl's the same way. Yeah. It was like that you left the whole royal family for this. Well, John, you know what they say. The grass is always greener. <laughs> sure. If you grow up in Buckingham Palace licking silver sp- spoons. Yeah. Then and you you're watching you're sitting here watching Deal or No Deal. You're just like you're that thinking, girl Man, is fine. Yeah. <laughs> I want to go live like the commoners. Sure, I want to be with Americans where <laughs> they grow women that look real real good. Yeah. Uh, next question comes from the driver. If your ancestry dates back to the colonies, do you think our ancestors who fought in the Revolutionary War would be amused, perplexed? Or angered by America's fascination with the British royal family, <laughs> I would say perplexed, probably, and maybe a little, little angry. <laughs> maybe, maybe a, a little angry, because I feel like our ancestors that were in colonial times were a little quicker to anger than we are now. Yeah. Not as understanding as we are about <laughs> a lot of things. Okay, and this is going to be our last question. Our next question comes from Goose. He says, "All right, talking football time." 
What's your guys' opinion on the fact that either the refs were blind as a bat or Alabama played them, paid them in the last game? Okay, I've made no bones about the fact that I welcome us paying referees. <laughs> it does not bother me at all. I think that if you have the ability to pay referees and you're not doing it, then you're stupid. So <laughs> that's on everybody else that's not doing it, yeah. apparently. I make no apologies for paying the referees. I've made no apologies for paying players in the past. I'm fine with cheating. There you go. That's my stance on that. Now, we didn't get a safety. It wasn't a safety. The ball was thrown before he was down, and it went off a player's helmet. It looked to me like, I mean, when you're just watching it, yeah, it looked like right. a safety. And what the refs did was what we all wanted them to do is to come in and go, hey, guys, we got it all wrong. What we thought happened is not what happened. Mm -hmm. Here's the correct call. And, you know, whatever, we get the ball. Uh, and we didn't have to give it two points and punt it back to you. So, <laughs> But let me ask you this, like uh, – because, I mean, I almost felt like it. What, what would have been an intentional grounding call right. wound up getting called as a roughing the passer call right? and probably would have been a safety yes. in any other day of the ever right. except for Saturday. <laughs> well, he wasn't down when he threw the ball. He was laying on top of another player. That's not down. Fortunately, he was underneath him. <laughs> That's not down, though. He was not down. And, and this is and it would have been intentional grounding had it not have hit the other player's helmet. Mm -hmm. So then the balls interfere with all rules are off. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Like it's like we pay the referees, so I know it the was rules. just it was an incredibly close call that went our way. Yeah. Right. And saved us the game. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> if Texas would have had those two points, it would have been tough on they us. Would have won. It would have been tough on us, but they didn't get them. No. So I'm sorry. <laughs> And Texas needs to learn. This is how it works down here. Yeah, okay? this right here. What's that? W. <laughs> w for a win. <laughs> for, those, for those of you all who can't see me because you're listening to an audio podcast, it's yeah. a W. Right. We won. Well, like the refs were horrible. They blew calls for everybody. Like There were points <laughs> in the game. In fact, I put it on Facebook. This is a classic battle of two college football blue buds and seeing who can pay the refs more. <laughs> yeah. There were bad calls all through the game, yeah. but that was a big one that benefited us. And that's fine. And I've seen lots of headlines like uh, Texas's loss sends a powerful message yeah. to the SEC. They lost. Yeah. 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 Granted, it was close. Sure. But let's talk about Texas A&M. Well, How could that recruiting sure. class do you? Well, I don't want you, I'm not I don't have to deflect to everybody else. Okay. We went on the road into a hostile environment and we almost got beat. We benefited from some calls. It was the worst game I've seen our team play since the first year Nick Saban was here. All right. Mm -hmm. In that effort, which was horrible, we had more penalties than they did for somebody who pays the refs. We had more <laughs> penalties and more penalty yardage than the other team. All right? And we still won. Okay? That's all I'm saying. Mm -hmm. I, a lot of people online were like, this is why Alabama doesn't play true non-conference out-of-conference games, you know, or true non-conference road games. Like, we don't play in tough environments every year. Like, we don't yeah. play in Auburn and, and mm -hmm. Tiger Stadium down in LSU or uh, Neyland Stadium. We play in tough environments. That wasn't the case. We just played poorly, and that's fine. Did read that we didn't we didn't have air conditioner in the locker room, 
They didn't let her band come. They didn't let her band come. I don't care about that. Like the, the football player doesn't care about the band. I'm just saying. The band's awesome. I love the band. <laughs> and they're trying to okey-doke us and put us up in the upper deck like they did LSU's band. And we were like, no, we're not We're not going to do that. We aren't, we aren't going to do that. So forget y'all. We'll just beat you by a field goal. Yeah, we'll just we'll because, just rip your heart out. Because you missed a field goal the, and you didn't get a safety. The <laughs> greatest the greatest thing about that game, Tiny, was when they kicked the field goal to go ahead and their kicker's name was Auburn, right? Yes. And every Auburn fan in America was ready to put Auburn beat Alabama, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> they were all ready. They had them typed up. They're just waiting to hit sin. Finger hovering over yeah. that little blue arrow. <laughs> and then Bryce Young just took over, and we go down the field, and then our kicker wins the game for us, and they all had to delete all that out. <laughs> now, every one of them had to. And put Alabama pays the rest. And then watch their team <laughs> struggle against San Jose State. All right. That's not enough victory for me. <laughs> I, we didn't need to win by 45. Yeah. You know, we won. They all had to delete that, talk about how we pay the refs, even though we have more penalties, <laughs> more penalty yardage. They call Will Anderson offsides. <laughs> they would never show him lined up offsides. You know, yeah. first of all, I'm calling on President Biden to outlaw 11 a.m. kickoffs. Those are ridiculous. <laughs> they do mess up nobody, your entire Saturday. Nobody like I know the Big Ten thinks they're, you know, like their big noon kickoff, whatever. That's stupid, y'all. That's so dumb. <laughs> All right, stop doing it. What's the ideal kickoff time? 2.30? 2.30? Yeah. I like 6 o'clock games. Well, evening games are always great. But 2.30 is all right. If premier game on a Saturday, you can sleep late and get up, eat some lunch, mm-hmm. hang out, watch a, watch the crappy teams that are playing at 11 o'clock. <laughs> what we call in the South the Jefferson Pilot game, you know? <laughs> and... uh and then go on about your life, watch real games for the rest of the day. Yeah. You know, like those 11 o'clock games are what you're waking up to, like a, mm-hmm. a Mississippi State, you know, Moorhead College out of conference tilt that nobody cares about except those two fan bases and people gambling. So, but those should be outlawed. And we won. I'm sorry we won. We're not great. We're not a great team right now. We might get better as the year goes. Georgia will beat us if we have to play them right now. We'll just have to see. But I like our chances better than I like Texas's. <laughs> a lot better. Yeah. I like our chances better than just about everybody in the nation except Ohio State and Georgia. Mm-hmm. So I'm fine where we're at. And if we don't win it, that's okay. I'm not going to hurt me. I'm fine. It's maybe it's somebody else's turn to win for a while. Well, but I know someone whose who's turn is not Texas A and M. It ain't Texas A and M. It ain't Texas. <laughs> and of course, we hurt their quarterback. Everybody's got to talk about that. Well, maybe they should get tougher quarterbacks. Yeah, I'm sorry. We're good at tackling. <laughs> I don't apologize for that either. I'm sorry. We're good at tackling. What I don't we, know what our guy was supposed to do differently. They called a penalty on him. But what? He can't levitate to get out of the way. When they say that, it, it, do you want us to tell our defensive line, go easy on the quarterback? Yeah. Hey, ever take it easy on the quarterback? Yeah. No, because he's he, dude, he's just he's just a yes. kid. Right. He's just trying to throw the ball. Yeah, you got your defenders out there trying to cover their uh, yeah. their receivers. Just take it easy on their quarterback because their quarterback yeah. is 
delicate. I didn't see them taking it easy on any of our players. <laughs> no. You know, because yeah. our offensive line were letting them come through all the time. Yeah, I was about to say, you know? Bryce Young, he, he took a he few took hits. a lot of hits. Yeah. And he's little bitty. But he got back up. Yeah. Because he's apparently he's tough. Well, he's built by Bama. You <laughs> That's know? right. That's just how I go. He's just built by Bama. We don't allow people to get injured. He goes to a school where legends are made. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, Texas, that we beat you. I'm sorry, Auburn fans, that a kicker named Auburn didn't win the game for y'all. I know that was tough for you, but we won. All right. I was not happy about how we played. We played yeah. real bad. It was not a fun game to watch. I did not enjoy it at all, <laughs> except when we won. That part was great. So, sorry. <laughs> My favorite was the picture of the uh, Michael Jordan crying eyes <laughs> photoshopped on Bevo. That's pretty good. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm sorry. And Texas, I mean, you thought you had got us. You thought you got us. <laughs> and you thought wrong. And you thought wrong. I love that. <laughs> I love it. I love it. It's the greatest yeah. thing ever. <laughs> so, yeah. And we may lose next week. To, who are we playing? ULM? We lost to them before. <laughs> I was going to say, we, we lost to Louisiana Lob Monroe one yes, time. Yes, we lost Louisiana Monroe, the Warhawks. Uh, shout out to Jimmy Johns, <laughs> resident running back slash cocaine dealer. And um, so they may get us next week. And if it does, it does. Everybody can dab on us and make fun of us. Mm-hmm. But you and can't you can this finally, week. You can finally send out all those texts yeah. that y'all have typed up ready sure. to go. Everybody's ready. <laughs> they all went in your drafts folder this week. Man, I was just thinking about all those Auburn fans deleting that out. You know they were so pumped. You know they were. Everyone's like, oh, Auburn beats Bama, you know, blah, blah, blah. Sorry. Nope. No. <laughs> Sorry. Nope. Our kicker apparently doesn't miss a lot. You know, used to. <laughs> so he kicked twice. Yeah. We hit a 52-yarder. Yeah. Yeah, and then they tried to ice him on that, or uh-huh. they call a timeout. It didn't phase him. I mean, my mother-in-law was like, oh, that's so mean. I can't believe they do that. Like, hey, he's got this. Yeah. He'll kick it three times if he needs to. <laughs> <laughs> I like Back like 10 years ago when people started doing that, it probably had an effect. But now every kicker knows when they walk on the field, well, they got a timeout, they're going to call it. So they probably go out there with the mindset, I'm going to have to kick this Yeah, I got to hit it. Right, yeah. <laughs> That's exactly right. This so. first one's a practice. Yes. <laughs> and we nailed it, and we won. And then Saban, did you hear him hollering at everybody because they were doing the horns down? <laughs> uh-uh, I didn't. So like, as they were, you know, everybody's coming out to shake hands. Of course, our players were horns down and <laughs> left and right because Texas is so weak. That's somehow a penalty in the Big 12, <laughs> you know? Like, imagine – Beating Florida and not being able to do the gator chomp when you beat them. You know, that's what's happening in the Big 12. Texas in for a little bit of a rude awakening. I just got to say, I don't think that'll be a penalty down here. Uh, But they were doing that, and he like hollered some very choice words for them to cut it out. Mm -hmm. So they got a few cuss words over on live TV for everybody to hear. (laughs) So, anyways, sorry, Bama didn't win by 50. I would have wished we have done done that. It would have been a much more fun game, but oh well. What what you gonna do? Yeah, I mean, hey, we're two and oh. Yeah. We're moving absolutely. on to next week. We're focusing on Louisiana Monroe. We're not worried about Texas anymore. Well, John, as this free show draws to a close, we need to thank our patrons. We thank each and every one of our patrons so much for 
their dedication to supporting what we do and their patience. Yeah. <laughs> and we would like to thank those who donate at the 10 or above tier by name. And those people are Mr. Daniel Hedrick, Ms. Angela Pinto, Ms. Sherry Heron, Mr. Chris Payne, Mr. Derek Reeves, Mr. Hank Hernandez, Ms. Jane Updegraff, Ms. Jacqueline B., Mr. Josh Dodd, Mr. Shane White, <clears throat> Ms. Sharon Craig, the driver, <laughs> Mr. Todd Glover, Mr. Tyler Bond, and Mr. Mike Wilcox, a.k.a. Mick Will. Thank you all so much for supporting what we do, and if you would like to become a patron, you can head on over to patreon.com slash Oddity. We have several different tiers, but the $5 tier gives you the extended show. That's like a whole nother podcast That's every right. single week, and it's $5. Only five. And we get 100 patrons. If we get 100 patients, patience, if we get 100 <laughs> patrons, we will start a live stream. And we'll start videoing yes. the regular show and the patron show. That's absolutely it. That's the deal we're making with you. So that is patreon.com slash earth oddity. Extend your oddity. That's right. And speaking of extensions, what have we got coming up the extension today? We're going to talk about Nigerian donkey penises. Oh, nice. Yeah. Okay. Uh, you know what? I think I tried to help one of those out by <laughs> giving them all this, wiring them all this money, <laughs> but they were going to wire me back a, a million. It was the penis just, of the king. <laughs> if of I the could donkey just get king. them 5,000. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I have a story about a Florida Christian school teacher who got in a little trouble for twerking. Okay. So. Well, good for that. <laughs> That'll happen at a Christian school. Oh, Sometimes. Dieter's texting me. Okay. She's just telling me she picked up dinner. Oh, nice. Yeah. Uh, you got anything else? No, other than uh, thanks for listening. Sorry about last week. It was 52 weeks out of the year if we miss one. If we miss two. The union <laughs> requires us to take a vacation two times a year. Then we're sorry. Yeah. <laughs> but we're back. We're back. You've been listening to Earth Oddity Podcast, and we thank you so much for listening to us, no matter where you get us, whether you get us from Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Stitcher, we're on them all. If you would like to tweet at us, we are at underscore Earth Oddity on Twitter. And if you would like to write into the show, we are Earth Oddity at planetmail.net. We've also got some show art. You can check that out. That is underscore Earth Oddity on Instagram. We have a Discord server, link in the show notes, and we have a phone number that you can call or text. What's that phone number? That is 662-493-2059. 662-493-2059. We hope everybody out there has an excellent week. Earth Oddity for the Fringe Radio Network signing off. Love y'all. Bye. been a very odd production. Thanks for listening. All right, patrons, here we are. Starting to rain outside. Yes. It's really a long walk home. <laughs> you don't need to ride home? <laughs> nah. I'm not afraid of a little water. <laughs> well, I uh, got an umbrella you can use if you don't want to ride. It's fine. I'm, I'm cool getting wet.
so uh, I've been, I don't know how we want to start this off.